Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up? What's up, my Dirty Devotional family? Welcome back to the Dirty Devotional Podcast. Zach here. As always, such an honor and a pleasure to be able to kick off my uh, your week with you, to be able to spend a little time together. And as always, my hope is that during our Dirty Devotional, during our conversation, that you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. And y'all, I had such a great weekend this week. Uh, I had a chance to go to Annapolis. I had a chance to... Um, be hang out with some of my incredible clients and y'all it's just it's just been such a good season and if you know the past uh six weeks or so have not been easy for me they have been very hellacious uh depression has been really tough and so i just want you to know that your prayers your encouragement your support in this season means a ton to me and for those that are in this season just know it does get better sometimes when, when you have anxiety, when you have depression, sometimes you just know there are seasons that you just have to buckle down and you have to do the things consistently that you've done when you weren't in the, the, this horrible season. And those are anchors for you. And those anchors will keep you grounded. They'll keep you locked in as you kind of want to pull and tug away into these negative head spaces um, or to negative habits. And so I just want to encourage you and let you know that you're not alone, that you're loved, that um, you're going to get through this and it's going to be okay. So as we jump into today's Dirty Devotional, I'm going to take a little pause today from working through Matthew because I did something yesterday that was very interesting, and it is uh, I can't decide if it is going to bite me in the ass. I can't decide um, really how I feel about it, but I put up on Instagram uh, the anonymous questions. And so I've seen people do this for the past few months, and I've been hesitant to do it because I knew the moment I did, people were going to, the, the moment people can be anonymous, they ask questions that there ain't no way in Hades they would ever ask if their name was behind it. And so I've been hesitant, but I, I decided to post this last night, and um, y'all, I had gotten, I mean, almost, I think, close to 50 questions and some of y'all, if you're listening to this and you ask some of these questions, y'all got problems. Uh, some of you are super nosy. Uh, you ask very loaded and horrible questions, but some of you did not do that. A lot of you just asked questions um, about me, wanted to get to know me, wanted to know about the divorce, um, and about baby O and how I'm doing. And um, it was a lot of fun. And I really enjoyed it. And the one thing I was thinking about that I wanted to talk about today on this episode was I had someone ask the question of, um, you know, what do you believe? Do you believe the Bible is true? And what do you believe about homosexuality, um, premarital sex, and polygamy? And I was like, this is a loaded, loaded question. There's a lot here. And so I wanted to give my honest thoughts about it uh, really quickly uh, for today's devotional. Um, and you can kind of take it, take it what you will with it. And so you don't have to agree with me. That's okay. It's one of the beautiful things about uh, what we do and about being in a community is that you don't always have to agree with me and I don't always have to agree with you. So I want to talk about the very first question, which is, do I believe the Bible is true? And I a hundred percent do. I believe that the Bible is the inspired word of God. I believe that if we want to see the heart of God and who God is, the Bible is the best 
place to look. Now, in saying that, I think there's a couple things we have to consider with the Bible. We have to understand um, the, the challenges that come with language because the Old Testament was written in Hebrew, the New Testament was written in Greek, and translations sometimes can um, be a little bit difficult to gain full understanding of what's being said. The second thing with the Bible is context, is understanding that in that time period where these, these books are being written, is dramatically different than the world we're in today. Now, God's truths are timeless for sure, and I believe that, but how those truths are approached and practiced is drastically different today than it's going to be, um, as say in the Old Testament. For instance, when you talk about, uh, the Old Testament talks about women when they're on their period, that they need to be put away and like basically stay inside and isolated for a week. Like We're not gonna do that anymore. And so we have to be able to look at the context and be able to apply it to where we are today. And so, but if once we get past all those things, I 100% believe the Bible is the absolute absolute best source of, of who God is, what God's about. And so the hard part is how do we navigate it? And so I want to encourage you, first off, if you don't read the Bible, to read it. And if you're looking for ways to learn it, let me encourage you to use Google. I know that sounds crazy. Read a verse. Google it, read, uh, type in Matthew chapter two commentary, and you can find all these incredible resources and just do your diligence, take a little bit of time, and I promise you, you'll really be blown away about what the Bible is communicating, what God's communicating, and how much God wants to connect with you. So in saying that, let's talk about the other three things. Let's talk about premarital sex, homosexuality, and polygamy. So I want to talk. I want to start with premarital sex because it's going to set the umbrella for everything that I think we need to talk about. So, in my opinion, anything that God tells us not to do isn't because God is this cosmic killjoy just telling us not to do things because we just shouldn't do them. I believe that God's goal for our life is peace, clarity, and connection with Him. And anything that God tells us not to do can sever that peace, that clarity, and that connection. And premarital sex, I believe, is one of those things that, that can cause less peace, less clarity, and less connection. Um, if, you, if you've ever had sex with someone outside of marriage, then I think we can all agree that it can make things more complicated. And I don't believe God wants it to be complicated. And I believe the reason God calls us not to do that, and the same reason God calls us not to do a lot of things, is because where it takes us can be harmful to us, it can be harmful to the people we're interacting with and playing a part in that. And God wants us to live in peace and joy and clarity and in goodness. And so when it comes to premarital sex, I 100% believe that God tells us not to do it simply because God's like, hey, it's just going to cause more issues than, than pleasure. It's going to be, it's not, it's, it's not worth the, the cost of doing it, the pleasure of doing it. It's not going to be worth it. And so I think with anything where we're having trouble trusting God is we need to look and be like, hey, like, in, in my experience, when I've done these things, has it been helpful or hurtful? And if it's been hurtful, there, there's a reason why God doesn't want you to do it, because he doesn't want you to fall down that path. And so I put premarital sex into that category. The other side, the other two things, so with homosexuality, going back to what I said at the beginning, is God wants us to live in peace and clarity and connection with him. It, is homosexuality hinder that? And does it hurt a person who's homosexual and does it hurt people around them? For me, the answer is no. I don't, I don't see that. And because I don't see it, I choose to believe that homosexuality is not a sin. That's where I land. Could I be wrong? Absolutely. But I'm going to live my life loving people and 
believing that if I'm wrong, then I can trust the Holy Spirit in their life to help them see it and they can change. Um, but that's where I land with homosexuality. Polygamy, y'all, polygamy is just complicated. Um, if Again, if we go back to where we started with uh, complicated, polygamy just does not seem to make things easier and simpler. It seems to add more complication. Now, polygamy 100% exists in the Old Testament and honestly it doesn't seem to be really disproven or um, uh, like God doesn't seem to talk down a lot about it. But one of the things that we see that Jesus says and that we see God talk about in consistency is the reality that being with one man, with one woman, or one person with one person is a simpler, better way to live your life. And so I'd, I would not support polygamy. I, if somebody was like, hey, I'm thinking about marrying multiple people, I would be like, hey, like, I think that's going to get really complicated. I think it opens the door for a lot of jealousy and a lot of uh, things that are going to be not peaceful. And so at the end of the day, here's what would be, I think, what we need to take away from all of this is that God is not this this God who's just up in heaven looking to make your life difficult and hard. He's trying to help you do the hard things that that you may not want to do to protect you. That there are things that you can choose to avoid and not partake in that will make your life better in the long run. And that is always God's heart. That God wants you to be better. He wants you to live in peace, in clarity, and in connection with him. And today, maybe there are things in your life that you've been on the fence about. Uh, you're like, I want to do this or I shouldn't do this. Choose the path that may be hard now that's going to provide you peace later. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for today. Thank you so much for this conversation, Lord. I ask that you bless every person listening to this, Lord, that you would do absolutely wonderful, incredible things in them and through them. And Lord, I thank you that you are a God that loves us and wants to do great things in us and through us. Lord, we love you and we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.